This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satyakal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, and buna. It's really, really amazing to be with you again today. And I'm so excited about the guest I have with me today. I'm sure we are going to have such a fabulous, fabulous conversation because it's Paulina Gorman and she's a business strategist and she's on a mission to lead a million women to become their own happiness gurus. How amazing is that? Welcome, Paulina. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, when you were doing your greeting, you forgot the Russian. Um, I don't think, I don't think when we spoke, I told you that I, that I was born in Russia. You forgot to say Privet. You oh, could add that to your... You could add that to your reading of the world, right? Awesome. I will. I'll have to practice that one a little bit, but I will. I will. I will do it. Yay. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. And um, yeah, let's just jump in. Uh, and I'll ask you to uh, start by just telling us more about what you do and who you are. Sure, absolutely. I've been a serial entrepreneur for the past 20 plus year now, two decades, getting older as my son says. Uh, I have uh, been in five different industries, uh, successful of seven figures plus in two. And uh, it's always been on my heart to help women step into their power because when I started out my journey, I was working on Wall Street. There was no women that were sitting next to me except for executive assistants. And I learned very early on that you have to become tough and you cannot really be yourself. That was the message that was driven into me by male dominated industry of Wall Street. And as I progressed in my career and became an entrepreneur, I just saw that continue over and over again. And women, you know, would always reach out to me and ask me, how do you do it? It's so difficult as it is. How do you do it as a woman? How do you do it not being angry? How do you do it not gaining weight? How do you do it being married and having kids? How does all that work, right? And what I noticed that coaching and mentoring these women that would reach out to me was my most passionate, exciting work alongside with whatever I will be doing at the moment, right? I found myself about um, seven years ago, no, more like nine years ago, diagnosed with a rare disease. Every doctor in the country told me that I'm going to get progressively worse, that it's really serious, that there's no cure for this. And I knew that that was my wake-up call. I knew that that was uh, something inside of me was calling me to slow down because I haven't taken a break in 15 years. And I decided to really get to know myself and understand what is my body trying to tell me, right? And the more I got to know myself, the more I noticed that I was a people pleaser, that I was a pushover, that I was uh, taking care of absolutely everyone, but just not myself. And in those times, I promised myself and God and universe and whatever else anybody listening may believe, a higher power, 
that not if, but when I get better, I'm going to focus on one thing in my life. And that thing is going to be happiness. And in my opinion, happiness comes from having true freedom. And that means very different things to people, right? To one person, freedom is making an extra thousand dollars a month. So they can take that vacation that they want, you know, once every six months. For another person, freedom is making $10,000 a month so they could quit a job that they really, really hate. For another person, it's freedom to travel and not being location dependent. For another person, and for a lot of women that I meet, is leaving toxic relationships because they are in those relationships because they're financially dependent. And I think that as I got older, I realized that it's the happiness factor that's more important than anything else because the chase of making money, the chase of making a lot of money, I get it. I lived it, I've been there. I breathed that life literally for 15 years. And I could tell you that no matter how much money you make, and, and I'm talking about 10, 20, 30, 50, 100K a month, I've hit all those goals, 120K a month, still not gonna reach the goal of being happiness because what you're, what you really want, if, if somebody says to you, you know, I really want the money, right? That's not what you really want. Because if you really focus on what it, why do you want it? And why is it important to you? It all boils down to one simple word. I want being me. That's why we chase anything. We want to feel safe being ourselves. We want to feel safe being in our bodies. We want to feel safe wherever we are. We don't want to feel neglected or dependent or codependent on a job, on a relationship, on a business relationship. But most of us find ourselves in those situations in pursuit of the number, of the revenue, of the goal, right? But the truth is, if the goal is, I want to make as much money as possible because I want to be as happy as possible and then make other people as happy as possible, the goal becomes much more attainable. Believe it or not, it's easier to make more than it is to make less. And a lot of people are like, what do you mean? I have a hard time with this. What do you mean? So I'm going to tell you a secret. If you were raising $1,000, if right now you needed to raise $1,000 versus you needed to raise $100,000, it would be easier to raise $100,000. Because if you had a mission behind what you're doing, there are more people that would get behind giving you, a th you know, $10,000, $12,000 each, right? Than one person coming up with that $1,000, right? So, well... One of the most important things that I want to share with you as part of my story is the fact that it took me a disease. It took me major financial losses. It took me ending 20 year friendships to make the statement that I'm going to make right now. If your happiness doesn't come above everything else, everything else fails and you will never ever feel satisfied. Right? So, my mission is to help millions of women stand in their power, whatever that means to them. What it means to me is having freedom. Yes. Yes. And I absolutely agree with you. And I, you know, sometimes I have talked with people about 
prioritizing our happiness above everything else. And people have a really negative reaction to that idea. Like they have all kinds of objections that come up in their minds when you share this idea with them. Um, I know for a lot of women, one of the big objections that comes up is that they think it's being selfish to think about your own happiness above everything else. And um, it's just not true. <laughs> that is not true. The reason why they think that is because it's generational trauma, actually, that runs across many religions and cultures. For many, many generations, women were taught to be nurturers. They weren't providers. Yeah. And part of being a nurturer is nurturing babies yeah. and bringing, you know, being the village that raised the babies, right? So because we have this encoded in our DNA, encoded in our blood, us today wanting to find the balance between feminine and masculine structures and make the money but still be feminine right causes a really great disconnect literally in women's bodies when they say but it's selfish the truth is it's the most kindest giving thing that you could do because when you have boundaries and when you honor yourself you're more giving you're more loving you're not resentful you're not doing things because you have to and being angry about it right you are not passive aggressive, right? There's a lot of traits that come as a result of not putting yourself first. And by putting yourself first, I mean, really putting yourself first. Mm. I mean, above your children, I mean, above, above any financial opportunity. And the reason why it scares so many women, because again, safety. Yeah. If I don't put my children first, what kind of mom am I? Then I won't be looked at as, as the mom right that's not what a mom should do but who says that's not what a mom should do right yeah. or i won't be looked at i won't be respected by my community in my family my uh mom and my grandparents used to tell me you're a really bad mom you're always working your kids are being raised by the babysitter and i used to you know stay up nights thinking about it because there was just no way that i that i was doing too many things and there was no no way that i could have not had the help right but, you know, in a lot of cultures, it's noble for a woman to fall apart while taking care of babies and, and then just to fight through it and to get sick and pretend like she's okay because that's what, that's what our grandmothers did. That's what our great-grandmothers did. And, you know, I came to a point in my life where I told my family that they don't have the right to advise me on the type of mom that I am because they have never experienced making this much money and making this much money comes with a lot of responsibility and it comes with a lot of energy that you need to hold not just for your children right so being a leader is leading yourself first right and the reason why we feel so guilty is because it's conditioned into us that it's wrong it's bad that you know you're a horrible person you're a horrible woman and you know I fought with this for a long, long time. And the truth is that you're either a leader and you're not. There's no right or wrong way of doing anything. 
it has to make sense to you. It has to feel good to you. It's like a dress. You One person can look phenomenal in a dress. They could have the same body type as someone else, but for another person, it just doesn't feel comfortable, right? So for a lot of women, it just doesn't feel comfortable speaking up. It just doesn't feel comfortable having a voice because they were told to, through too many generations that it's wrong. So to break that pattern is uncomfortable, it's scary, right? And that's why I think it's so important for those of us that are aware, for those of us that are doing it, to do it louder. So another woman can get the courage. So another woman can feel that maybe she's not ready, but she already sees herself in you. Yes. And you know, just talking about the women, those of us who are able to do it, doing it louder uh, and being a model uh, for the other women that they can begin to see themselves in. One of the things that I love that you talk about a lot is, you know, drawing these distinctions between the masculine energy and the feminine energy. And can you tell us more about that? Like what, what the, the some of those distinctions are and what aspects of the feminine energy are awesome and amazing and can really help us as women to live our best lives and to live more out loud without giving up our femininity. So first of all, women possess one thing in business that men don't possess, that men work really hard at, and that's intuition. Women have a natural intuitive hunch if they trust it that's a phenomenal tool if you want to invest into anything right so if you were playing the stock market and you were intuitive and you allowed yourself to study you know the charts and whatever it is but then make a decision really intuitively i've made so much money doing that when i realized that i have that power and we have a lot of different powers feminine essence is beauty women beautify the world a woman can walk in into an empty airbnb and hang up a couple of picture frames and put on pretty curtains and now that feels like home that's what women do they make things feel like home right not just to say that some men can do that but that's just a natural gift of a woman to make something beautiful she's intuitive she just knows things just because she knows because she feels them right What's really interesting is that we shut that down because we're taught by society that if you want to be successful, you have to have structures and you have to have systems and nobody cares about these things. Structures are important, yes, but they're not more important than the feminine essence because if a woman walks into a room, it, it's irrelevant if she's fat, if she's tall, if she's short. A woman walks into a room and there are a bunch of men discussing a topic, any topic. They'll pay attention just because a woman walked into a room, right? Just for, for no reason other than that. And if she gets into the conversation, she will infuse a completely different flavor into the conversation because her energy is different, right? And we're afraid to do that because we're taught to be quiet. As little girls, we're taught to be quiet. That's what makes us good. We have to behave. We have to be quiet. We have to be modest. And, and again, across all different religions and cultures, it's pretty similar. In my culture, I was just taught that 
If you want to be loved, you have to be really, really good. Don't cause problems for your parents. You don't talk back. So I literally was the most polite, quietest child that never, ever asked for anything, caused anything. And, you know, as I got older, I realized that a lot of um, issues in business came from that. I didn't know how to speak for myself. I didn't have a voice. So I had to train myself on having a voice of learning how to communicate effectively because that's what you need to do as a leader. But a feminine leader unites people. Women unite people, right? If you look at countries that are run by women, they don't go to war. They have many different strategies, but they don't go to war, right? So the masculine structures are really important. You need systems, you need automations, you need technology, 150%. No one is saying don't do anything and just and just you know hang a picture if you want to build a seven-figure business, right? However, you don't need to push a circle into a square. So what I mean by that is this: a lot of people, when we think about the law of attraction and topic of manifesting, a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's woo-woo. That's like feminine. That's like flowy. That's like..." No, it's actually not. Manifestation is actually masculine energy. And after studying this for the past 12 years, I realized how true it is. Why is it masculine energy? Because when we manifest, we use the power of our mind with aligned action to co-create something and bring something into physical, tangible form, right? So if I wanted to get a Lamborghini, right? And I have no idea how I'm going to do it. I'm going to set up strategies. I'm going to put myself in a room with people that are, that are doing it. I'm going to take aligned action. I'm going to fail. I'm not going to give up on myself. And eventually I'm going to get myself that far. Right? So I put myself in the right room with the right coach, a mentor. I took the right action, but I also let go a little bit because I don't know anything about having this kind of car before. So I can't force it. Right? So I had to like attract it and work for it. Right? But that's very masculine energy, right? People don't realize that. The feminine energy is actually a whole different level. So the feminine energy, the next level of all this law of attraction, polarity of masculine, feminine, is having something work through you. So what do I mean, right? If we wanted to grow a flower, we need a seed, right? The seed doesn't force the rose to bloom. The seed doesn't push it. There's a natural rhythm in nature that if there's a seed and there's a right environment, the rose just blooms. The seed doesn't need to do anything else but just be the seed, right? So that's very feminine energy of understanding that you need to be in the right environment. Mm. You need to be able to have experiences come through you and it's very very difficult for any person to do because society doesn't teach us that yeah. society teaches us to be workers right so we want to break out of the workforce and say i don't want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year which is a lot of money for most people i want to make a hundred thousand dollars a month most people look at that type of ambition and they're like that's crazy that's never going to happen right but speaking from someone that did that i could tell you that yes it will happen you need the right environment you need the right person to guide you can you do it without a mentor yes i've done it without a mentor but it's it's difficult there's too many uh shark infested waters that you're gonna swim through get bitten 
bleed, cry, and you're gonna have to get up and do it over and over again, right? Where doing it with someone that's done it before, it's still hard. Your mind's still gonna tell you to quit, but it's easier when someone's pushing you that understands what it's like on the other side, right? But the polarity of the of the structures are important. And for women to understand that men are not intuitive. So you could use that to your advantage, not women against men, but understanding if you understand a structure and then you can make it more beautiful and create an experience for your a customer, no matter what business you're in, you can make it yours and, and make your customers experience a piece of you. You're not, never competing with anybody else. And that's very, very feminine, right? If you can have the vision and hold that vision for your team before you start generating revenue and nurture them, just like women used to nurture other people's babies, right? If you come and nurture your team and work with them and, and have faith in them and grow together, that's very feminine. And those are the structures that make women extremely powerful and different and unique as opposed to having a totally male-dominated vision of revenue numbers, uh, yeah. nothing else matters. Yes, that is really, really cool. And, you know, I really, really love the distinction that you made about how manifesting where people think about it is a very masculine energy and why that is and the feminine version of that or the other way that we can create that life that we want and attract what we want into our life is just by allowing things to happen through us um, and, and just being that seed all you have to do is just be that seed there's nothing else that you need to do i absolutely love that and um that is actually what i have been learning uh, because i got into um this whole idea of manifesting i started uh, learning about it a few years ago and you're so right that all the teachers that i had initially were men and that's the approach that they would teach that, you know, you have to be this doer. You have to do this and you have to do that. <laughs> and only, I would say, in the last couple of years have I started working with teachers um, and mentors who have introduced me to this other way <laughs> of you just be, be the seed. Um, and it's, it's so much more fun and easy for me to create my life as I want it by just being rather than the doing of it. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to listen to us and say, well, yeah, right. Like, how are you just going to be if you want to have whatever that you don't have and you're working so hard and it's just not working, right? So like, how do you just be? Because people ask me this all the time. So if you're a business owner, there's three things that most people never teach you because they really don't understand what it's like to build a scalable business, right? So, and this will really open up a lot of people's minds why being versus doing right so let's say you're a business owner and you've hit that eight to ten thousand dollar a month mark right and you're like oh my god like i 
freaking made it. Like I worked so hard. I did all of this. I, I sacrificed. I borrowed money that I didn't have. This is not just an idea. It's a business. But now I'm dying. Like, because I'm so exhausted, right? Those are typically my clients. They come to me and they're like, I don't know what else I can do. I'm being this flowy person, but I'm really not because I'm really stressed out and I'm hiring people and it's just not working out. And like, I don't know what else I could do. I'm working so hard. So what do I do? I not just not work anymore. So here are things that are really important. Number one, for a business to grow, two things need to happen. You either bring in more clients or you capitalize on the clients that you already have, right? So instead of going out and looking for more clients and stressing yourself out, what I teach my clients to do is to raise their prices and immediately I get what? No one's going to pay me. No, it was hard enough already to get whatever I'm charging. So no one is going to pay that. There's no way it's not going to work. Okay. But if they pay me, why wouldn't they pay you? Well, it's different because you did this and you did that. I'm like, okay, but I did that when I didn't do this and I didn't do that. So just being as understanding, you have to really, really care about what you do. That's number one. A lot of times we do things just to make money. And because we do things just to make money and we really don't care, that's why it's so hard. Because you're, especially for women, your feminine essence is love. That's your natural state of being. So if you don't love, if you don't enjoy, if you're not in flow, you're not being. You're actually doing things and stopping the flow, right? And on a practical level, it's very simple. If I told you, hey, you need to be on three different platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram every single day. If you go live, and, and you create strategic partnerships, there's no way you're not going to make money. It's just, it's impossible, right? Now, you're already doing that. Most people are already doing that. So why isn't it working? Because you don't need another strategy. What you really need, and this is what no one is teaching, what you really need, because you can't really charge for this because we all know this. What we need is ourselves. We need to sit down with ourselves and ask ourselves, am I excited about this? If you woke me up one o'clock in the morning in the middle of the night, and you said, here's a room full of people, go talk to them from your heart about what you do. Would I want to do that? Do I feel that I'm really helping people? If there was no money aspect involved here, am I really helping people here? And if I took myself out of the business, even though it sounds like the scariest thing on the planet and i did more of the things that i love doing like networking like going on podcasts like doing you know uh live events or maybe speaking at, at virtual events if i did the things that i really love doing would i then be more excited and if the answer is i love what i do I love people. I genuinely want to help them. But yes, I would love to do those things. If somebody would just do the lead generation for me, your problem is solved because you're 90% there. Now, all you need to, now, all you need to do now is really start having the faith that you're undercharging for your work. Because when you start looking at yourself as not a commodity, because as an example, I am not a business coach. I said, 
right before this podcast, you said how should I introduce you and I said a business strategist because you would need to meet me and understand my story to understand what I am. Because if I would tell you um, a spiritual business, that most people would be very confused. So for the purpose of simplifying things, right? Simplicity scales complicated fails. For the simplicity of things, if somebody's a mindset coach, right? There's a million mindset coaches. Why would someone pay you $20,000 versus charging $200 an hour, which is what a lot of people do, right? Which is, they feel it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because your uniqueness, your experience, your failures, your success, that only you experience is, is that one, you're the only one in this universe that had that experience. And there's someone right now that's searching for that. They're searching to see themselves in you and they want to raise their hand and say, she gets me. She knows exactly how I feel, even though she's never spoken to me. She's where I want to be. I have no idea what she teaches, like no idea, have no idea how I'm going to get there, but I want her to help me because I could see that, that she cares. When you start operating from that space, game over. It doesn't matter what your price is. People will come up with the money, right? And if you are a smart businesswoman, you will help them. You will have finance plans and you will have systems in place to support that. But your job is not to focus on those systems. Your job is to focus on why you. What makes you so amazing that people just want to come to you? Yeah. That's how you grow your business without bringing in more customers. That's how you get into the feminine flow of joy and ease and doing the things that you naturally enjoy doing. That is awesome. I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh. I'm having so much fun talking to you and we are running out of time. (laughs) So, um, yeah, no, you know what? Let's bring you back another time and keep talking. But just for right now, is there any last bits of wisdom uh, that you would like to share with us? Stop comparing yourself to other people because it's not about you. When you see somebody else doing much better than you, instead of being jealous, what I want you to say to yourself, this is evidence that this is available to me. The reason God or universe is showing me this is not to get me jealous, but to show me that this is what I'm capable of doing and it's on the way. That's the first thing that I want to, that I want to plant in everybody's head. And the second thing is I'm doing a completely free workshop on this business model that I just described. If it's on your heart and you want to learn how to be in the feminine flow and you want to understand the feminine way of doing business and you want to know how to make 10K a day instead of 10K a month. Yes, there is a way. Yes, there's a very simple way that most women are not doing because nobody taught them. Reach out to me on Facebook or on Instagram. I will share a private link with you. I would love to support you any way that I can. Because if you wake me up at one o'clock in the morning and you would ask me, is there anything else that I would rather be doing? My answer would be no. If there's one woman right now that's listening and I could help you in any capacity, please reach out to me. I promise you, I will give you everything that I've got. Awesome. And you know, we will add your links in the show notes. So 
if you're listening you're watching check the show notes click on those links connect with paulina and um, i'm so happy i'm just so happy that you are you and you're out there doing what you do and helping so many women and people uh you know become their own happiness gurus i think that's the most amazing wonderful mission to be on and i'm so with you on it so thank you again so much for joining us thank you thank you this was amazing thank you